giant rabbits also before i knew it was giant rabbits i thought it was leeches oh night of the leeches yeah <laughs> night of the leeches <laughs> yeah it just <laughs> sounded to me like that yeah. i don't know why yeah 1972's night of the lepus which has a reputation that i guess we'll talk about at some point i'm sure but al we should have done this episode for Easter, huh? Yep, yep, we should have. Man, that's <laughs> that's just how we run this show, I think. We decide to do something, and then we realize that we either are too late on it. They're like, oh, we should have done that two weeks ago. Or we're way too early by, like, a month. It's like whenever a new Godzilla movie comes out, we just put out a Godzilla episode, like, six weeks earlier. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, we do that a lot. Sure do. Yeah. <laughs> like, we didn't even get an episode out for freaking, um, oh, Godzilla versus Kong, man. We didn't even get that yeah. one out. Yeah. Look at us. Yeah, and if, I should point out, listeners, if you follow us on Facebook, we posted not too long ago, I imagine, that it wasn't looking good for us to have an episode up this month. But here we are, getting an episode together. So we're trying. It's obviously a difficult time. And with the two of us being home all day, every day together, to then sit down and record the podcast would seem to be easy. But, you know, we're on computers all day anyway. And we are staying on top of it the best we can. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to go down to one a month until the summer or something. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yep. How are you feeling? Great. <laughs> I meant about the show, but like... <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, then great anyway. <laughs> okay, great either way. Okay, fair. Night of the Leapus. Let's jump into this? Let's leap into this. Mm, mm. Good job. <laughs> so, <laughs> where do you want to get started, man? Probably at the beginning so that we can get some information that's very, very funny. Okay, so what's funny about the opening? <laughs> it's like that these rapid outbreaks are destroying crops that is that I'm 100% sure can be bad. Yes. Yeah, but they're like, and then when it paused and like, no matter how much spooky music you put over them, they're still cute. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. You put scary music over a rabbit, it doesn't matter. It's always adorable. Yeah, especially when especially when they look like they're going to blast off into space. 
Remember? They, they do? At, what are you no, talking about? No, at the beginning, when a rabbit at the beginning where it paused looked like it was about to, like, jump, but it was in Oh, pause like it the freeze at, frame? Yeah. Oh, and, like, gotcha. It looked like it was g- about to blast off into space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you can't make rabbits look scary. That is the no. fundamental problem with Night of the Lepus, just at a core level, right? Especially, there, There are other problems. I, lo- I love the movie. Like, I'll... <laughs> I acknowledge it's got flaws. Yeah, you can't make them creepy, especially when they're smiling at you. Yeah. I mean, they're just so adorable. Even when they're, like, killing people, it's still just kind of cute. Yeah. (laughs) And it shouldn't be. So I, I guess I should point out, before we get any deeper into the movie here, that... It does, like I said, have a reputation, and that reputation is for being a bad movie. I, it's not the most lively of films. I'll give you that. It also fails to make its monsters scary in every way. Every single way. And yet, it cracks me up. Yeah, that's its its problem is... Is it's is it's good point too? <laughs> exactly <laughs> the right. The problem is that it it fails to make its monsters scary, but that makes them makes it funny, and it also kind of makes them even cuter. But you also notice how nobody in the movie seems all that pressed for time at all. Like they're they're not worrying about this rabbit outbreak all that much. They're just kind of wandering through and not making a big deal out of it and as soon as somebody's talking about the rabbits have been seen in this place or the other place they go all right well let's uh let's get over there like they're just not in a hurry you know there's no urgency they're not scared it's so strange yeah they're not even scared of asleep things asleep things asleep us leap leap us Turn backwards is asleep or asleep. Mm-hmm. I got you. I see where you're going with this. Yeah, I mean, it's also... <laughs> the fact that everybody in the movie it seems kind of bored or just mildly put out by these rabbits rather than, you know, terrified is kind of sad because it's got a great cast. <laughs> it really does. Especially, it's also funny at one point because it looks like the rabbits are just not like just dining on carrots and like cabbage and stuff because they're literally doing that oh when they're like in the the grocery store is that yeah. what you're talking about yeah, yeah. they're just like when you cut back to them there's just a bunch of cabbages and stuff everywhere that they're eating and it looks like they're sitting at the tables yeah they've got these miniatures for the rabbits to be in miniature grocery store uh miniature like mine shaft None of them are terribly convincing. It's it's adorable. It's all yeah. just so cute. And then they <laughs> they have the um like miniature farm that the rabbits are like stampeding through. The farm that's run by the character played by Rory Calhoun, who our listeners over on Patreon who listen to my show Cinemuck will remember us talking about, or maybe we didn't talk about him personally. But he's in the Angel series, so we ended up talking about him over on Cinemuck. But Rory Calhoun's got this 
farm. And Alistair, when the rabbits are rampaging through the farm, you saw something this time that was unbelievable. And if like, and I just want to preface this by saying, I kind of thought there was no way for the rabbits to be any less scary, but like until you pointed this out. Uh huh. When they were like, when they were stampeding toward like the end of the movie. I saw something crazy. There were people cleaning them, <laughs> like the rabbit. Like sweeping them. Yeah, sweeping them. There was like a rabbit sweeper who's <laughs> a full-grown human man standing. Three in this... of them. Well, it, well, yeah, it, there's at least one totally, totally clear, though. Like clear as day in the background of the shot sweeping the rabbits through this miniature. <laughs> He's standing in a miniature farm sweeping rabbits and through it. And then he said they got more to worry about giant rabbits, actual titans. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a straight up titan just hanging outside of their farm. <laughs> three, three just giant titans hanging out. I don't even know how we didn't, how we did not catch that the first time we watched this movie. I mean, I've seen it, man, I don't know, four or five times at this point, but maybe I've noticed it. Maybe I notice it every time and I just and I just forget about it. I don't know. This time, I hope I remember it, if that's the case, because it's really one of the greatest parts of the movie. Yeah, it, it is. Look at the cover here. I want to point this out to you, Al. They look like critters. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, right? They don't look like rabbits. The thing is, Night of the Lepus, right? Lepus is, of course, you know, the whatever the Latin term for rabbits, right? So if you know what that means, then you know it's a movie about rabbits. But, like, the poster is trying to hide that from us. The poster doesn't want us to know about the rabbit thing. And why do you think that is? Okay, let me put you in the, the mind of, like, a marketer, okay? You're somebody who has to sell people on this movie. You have to convince them to spend money to go to a movie theater and see this movie. What's the one thing about the movie you don't want the audience knowing to convince them that this is going to be a good movie? It's it's just cute rabbits. Exactly. If you want them to go see a horror movie, you don't tell them that it's rabbits. Yeah, so they hid it so that it didn't it just didn't look like it rabbits, but they failed with that what, well read the tagline here read how that many, for how many eyes does horror have how many times will terror strike like what does that mean how many eyes does horror have this isn't like it's not a movie about beholders or something from like dungeons and dragons these are rabbits each of them have two eyes but it's trying to make it sound like this multi-eyed, you know, I don't know, yeah, Lovecraftian I, I monstrosity. I think I know why they said that, because it's more than one of them. Well, sure. But, like, you see all the eyes here in the shadows, and it's like, are those supposed to be one monster? You know, and it's kind of like trying to, again, put you off of the scent of the rabbits. <laughs> they don't yeah. want you to know that the movie's about rabbits, and that Stuart Whitman and Janet Lee and DeForest Kelly... You're going to have this great cast, and they're all just going to be kind of standing around the, in the desert going, man, you should probably do something about these rabbits, huh? Yeah. Like, <laughs> how is it terrible? They they sound bored. Oh. 
they sound totally bored and like they're just cute they're just they're just cute and i know it sounds like we're maybe complaining but i'm not because i'm not either. <laughs> the fact that everybody seems so bored is one of the funny things about the movie to me you know when you watch any other monster movie just imagine this being this situation. Yeah, especially because they keep throwing fake blood on rabbits. Well, it's ketchup. Uh, yeah, ketchup. They put ketchup on the rabbits. It oh, but how do, how else do they make the rabbits uh, effect, right? The Do the rabbits effect. So they do the miniatures with slow motion, right? But then they uh -huh. also have rabbits attack people. How do they accomplish that? <sighs> they get just puppets. They do some puppet stuff, I think, sure. They also have people in rabbit costumes. Oh, right. Yeah. Like like somebody <laughs> dressed up as the Easter Bunny just beating the crud <laughs> out of some dude on the ground. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, this remember, there's a... the one guy who gets like mauled by the rabbit. Well, beaten up by a guy in a bunny suit. <laughs> and then later on gets like and he escapes. But then later on gets totally eaten by the rabbits. That poor guy. Yeah, and there was one guy that literally gets um, <laughs> just jumped on by a man in an Easter bunny suit. Yeah, oh, it's so <laughs> funny. And, oh, the well, there's the one that tackles the horse, too, isn't there? Isn't there somebody in an Easter bunny suit, like, jumping at a horse? Doesn't yeah. that happen? Yeah. There's also one time where there's a guy in the Easter bunny suit just punching a guy in the face. That's the best stuff, man. Like, <laughs> honestly, if if the horror of this movie turned out to just be, like, an Easter bunny suit, man, that would be even better still. Yeah. Or, or uh, you know what? I take it back. I just want more Easter bunny suit, man. That's really what I want. Like, in yeah. um, when we were talking about Grizzly 2... How we got a couple of shots of, like, somebody in a grizzly suit. Yeah. We need that. Also, one movie. funny time when, like, they were hiding in, like, the storm shelter. Rabbits attacked them from, like, the little place. Uh, they shot them, but the rabbits just flew in the air. They just, like, got, like, it looked like they got exploded yeah. into the air. It was weird. This is another one where I hope they didn't hurt the rabbits. Really? Um, clearly there are a bunch of rabbits dying in the movie, like not, not necessarily actually dying, but there's sort of a big, uh, showdown between like the local police and military townsfolk, whatever, and the lepus hordes. And a whole bunch of them are dying, but clearly the ones that are dying are like, Stuffed animals. They're just rabbit dolls. Yeah. <laughs> like just being thrown like in front of the camera. Yeah. It's hilarious. And they're like uh -huh. real rabbits, but then like clearly stuffed rabbits laying on the ground yeah. next to them. Also, I'm almost 100% sure that how they got to the real rabbits to move the, where they wanted to is just put a bunch of food off the screen. Oh, no doubt. Or, or they have three people with brooms just sweeping them away. <laughs> <laughs> anything else to say about this thing before we go into the segments i know we haven't talked about it a ton but mostly i think we'll get to specifics in our segments i guess like what what happens in the story i i don't know like even briefly like do you remember how all of this happens yeah i do okay so, like they were trying to test it to make like rabbits like stop doing that and they like stop doing what sorry 
I forgot. <laughs> See, I forgot why. There's like a plague of rabbits like yeah. you talked about, right? Except they're like domesticated rabbits. Wild rabbits and domesticated rabbits are very different. So like the rabbits that we saw in the beginning from like that footage from Australia or whatever, like those are wild rabbits. The rabbits in the movie are just like pet rabbits. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they have, and, like, and that's what they use. So there's like a whole story about how a guy had like 200 domesticated rabbits escape and now they're taking over the land yeah because like they just like infected one like basically gave one a shot or something and like this one but like like a a kid like said that was their favorite one so he she secretly switched one of them and she said like that they did say she could keep one so she took the her favorite one that she switched and another boy who I... Well, before you keep yeah. going, because you haven't explained mm-hmm. what you're talking about at all. The rabbits. There's the rabbit, yes. But they injected it with some experimental serum. Uh, Stuart Whitman and Janet Lee's characters did. They inject this rabbit with an experimental serum that they're trying to get the rabbits to, like, not breed or something like that. Right? I'm not, I'm not 100% clear on that anymore. Because they don't seem terribly interested in it themselves. Yep. So I, I don't really remember what they were up to. But it's something to try to prevent the rabbits from taking over the area any more than they already have. So yes, the little girl takes the rabbit with the experimental serum in it. Then this other boy comes along who I 100% blame for this whole movie. Because he like got angry that she had the rabbit and then like... Um, basically made it go out of her hand and she said that just tell um that like he was just taking care of it so basically he's the fault for this whole movie 100 percent, totally is oh i know what else we were going to talk about so you remember there was the part of the movie where they were lighting the yeah. bushes on fire mm-hmm. and i told you that i'd tell you a story on the <laughs> yeah. podcast all right so this is the story of the time that my father lit a hill on fire. All right. So we lived in a house that was out on like 80 acres of forest land and uh, also like unused fields. Like they used to have crops in them, but they no longer did. They were just giant fields of like weeds and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So we lived in the middle of all this and it was tons of you know brush and weeds and all kinds of stuff overgrowing the place and it was i mean it was basically like living in the middle of you know the the woods and so we had this hill next to our house and the hill was covered in weeds and trees and all kinds of stuff and it was sort of and it was like the only way to see where the driveway was So basically, because of this, we couldn't see, like, the driveway or anything. We were kind of boxed in by all these, like, trees and weeds and stuff like this. And so, I don't know. For whatever reason, my dad decided that he was going to get rid of the weeds and stuff so that we could finally see down the hill, use the hill, whatever, right? Now, in Night of the Lepus, we saw them lighting, like, the brush on fire to scare the rabbits away. All right? You remember this part, then? Yeah. All right. So my dad takes... I don't know. I mean, I was in maybe like sixth grade. So like some of the details are a bit spotty, but 
I don't know, he maybe put gasoline on the hill or something like that. And it was just kind of this one isolated hill that he was lighting on fire and getting rid of all of the weeds and stuff like that. So we all go outside because we want to see it. Like we all want to watch the hill like burn, you know, because whatever. We're hicks. We live out in the middle of the woods. Like what else do you got to do other than watch hills burn or something, I guess. I don't know. So we go and we stand in the driveway at the bottom of the hill. And my dad lights the hill on fire and it goes whoosh and it spreads out. And apparently in this hill were all kinds of like holes with snakes in them. And so snakes come pouring out of this hill (laughs) down onto the driveway. It was like an army of snakes like pouring out at us. And we all shriek and start running away because there's like snakes everywhere. Like, this place was lousy with snakes to begin with. When we moved in, there was a four-foot snake in our basement. There were just snakes all over the place. But we're just standing there, just like in the movie with the rabbits, like, running away from the fire. They're just snakes. Never forget that, man. Just the image of all these snakes coming out of this fire. What were they? Holy cow. What type of snakes were they? Oh, man, they were like, you know... Garter snakes, stuff like that. Yeah. I don't think there were any, like, deadly ones or anything. This was like living out in the sticks in Michigan. We didn't really have much to worry about snake-wise. They were just upsetting in general when yeah. in the hundreds or whatever pouring out of a burning hill. I've actually I've seen a snake once. Um, in, well, I mean, you've yeah, seen I've snakes seen, more than once. But, but, like, in real life. Like, in the wild. Yeah, but yeah. it was it was like um in Michigan of course. But like it was just like one and I barely got to even see it. Oh, it was like super grandmas. far away and like it was just slithering away immediately. So like that's sure. the only see- snake I've seen not in a museum. Or like a zoo or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like it was probably something like that one just way more yeah. scary because they it wasn't running away. It was coming directly at you and they were thousands. Yeah, yeah it was like that one that you saw. <laughs> Because we weren't that far away, actually, from where you saw that snake pretty nearby. But, like, it just came, they came pouring out of the hill. So, anyway, there's my uh, burning hill story for you. Told you I'd save it for the podcast. There you go. That's that's really funny. (laughs) Well, all right, man. Let's jump into our segments, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Beastly best. What's the coolest monster moment in Night of the Lepus? Well, right now I have two. Okay. Um, for um, well, there's no in ranking. They're just like at the ex- at the exact top together in no order. When one of the ra- guys in an Easter Bunny suit jumps on, t- like, like l- jumps right on top of somebody, just like literally just like flies at somebody. Mm-hmm. And when a guy in an Easter bunny suit is punching a guy in the face. Yeah, I would generally agree the Easter bunny stuff is the best stuff. When he's in the rabbit suit, that's amazing. Yep. I think... Also, I mean, like, the rabbits with the ketchup on their faces, that's also pretty amazing, too. But, yeah, I I think it's the just the flashes of the bunny suit. They kill me every time. Yeah. Also, especially since the rabbits keep smiling at you. Yeah, they just look like they're smiling the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. So sweet. Mm-hmm, because they 
probably got to get the like rabbits to stay alive by like feeding them. Well, like, sure. Stars, that like, uh, like feeding them like cabbage and like carrots and all that stuff. So they're like just like they're smiling because they just got fed. Yep. They're just smiling. <laughs> he's like. And he's like taking a picture. I'm like, say cheese. <laughs> you know, I was, I was about to say like when we moved to get spooked, there there really isn't anything because it's all so funny. There is actually a horrifying thing in that movie. I don't know if you remember it. When the rabbits at the end are all being killed because they get like electrocuted, the giant lepus, the screams of these freaking rabbits, oh man. Oh my god! Oh. It's like. But like in pain, like like actual like, like <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, something like that. Boy, that is kind of nightmarish the sounds that they make. Gosh, yeah. But that's the only real scary thing in the movie, which brings us to funny bones. Which... Anything tickle your funny bone? Just the whole movie, that's it. The whole movie. That's all you have to say. (laughs) Night of the Lepus. That's its funny bones in the movie. And we've watched it a couple times together just because it cracks us up. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't think I really did, like... But it's been a long time since we have watched it, though. Uh, Yeah, I'd say the last time we watched it was when the Blu-ray came out in... Oh, I don't see a year on the Blu-ray, so I can't tell you when that was. When I was young. That was a couple years back. Yeah, when I probably didn't really... Uh, 2018, maybe? 2018, 2019. It says the 2018 uh, transfer is what was used on the Blu-ray, so I'm guessing 2018, 2019. That's just a guess. So... With that, Al, let's move into the big one. Scream themes. You got anything for that? A message yeah. of this movie? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Well, it's pretty good that sometimes cute and harmless, like, sometimes things that, like, look super, like, cute and, like, cuddly, sometimes they can be, like, more harmful and dangerous than you think. Yeah, fair. Absolutely. Right? Like, some things can look really, like, and not even just, like, cuddly, but also, like, out in the world, things like berries and stuff. It might look really tasty, but some berries are just poisonous. And the opposite can happen, too. Yeah, something could look really nasty, but be super delicious when eaten. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And not kill you, also. Yeah. Yeah, no, great. Super simple, straightforward. Like, um, I also learned this that, like, yeah, the opposite is having a lot and too much because, like, there are a bunch of endangered animals and all that stuff, but, like, something's happening with them. A lot are dying off just because people, like, 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 pandas, they would, like, cuddle it so they get more care. Well, like, let's say just blobfish, they're literally just, like, blobs and no one, like, None of the people who, like, are trying to take care of, like, pandas and stuff, like, like them. So they don't get much care. Ah, so, like, so you're saying the endangered are, animals that are... Like, people that, like, don't, uh, like, like and think look ugly are dying faster because they don't get uh, care. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That is sad. Yeah. It's really sad. Well, when you grow up and are working with animals and stuff, 
you can protect those ones, right? Yeah, because there's a lot, a lot of animals. Mm-hmm. And they go extinct constantly. Absolutely they do. Super sad, man. Yeah. Well, you and I will talk about that more off the show rather than make our yep. poor listeners any <laughs> more sad. <laughs> End on a high note here. But, Alistair, why don't you tell our listeners where they can go to find us online and support the show? You can find us on at Patreon at patreon.com slash wordsalad. Got it. You can find us on Twitter at cadaver underscore cast. You can find us on Instagram at cadavercast, one word. You can find us on Facebook at the Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club. Join the club. And you can email us at cadavercast at gmail.com. There you have it. Well done, my dude. And hopefully, listeners, we can stay on top of this stuff a little bit better moving into May. It's been a bit chaotic around here this month. This just this whole last month has been pure chaos and uh, stressful and exhausting. So sorry we haven't quite gotten out things on schedule. Alistair, why don't you go ahead and sign us out? You've been listening to another episode of CadaverCast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everybody. We love you.